Well, the Trailblazers lost last night against the Denver Nuggets, and that makes sense to me. It totally, it totally makes sense. I don't have faith in the Trailblazers when it comes to the second round of the playoffs. I, I, I just, I just don't. I, I said earlier in a, in a different episode that there are three types of NBA players. There are players meant for the regular season. There are players meant for the postseason, and then there are players who can translate for both. Damian Lillard is one of those players that's good for the regular season. Yes, I know he hit that big shot, but I don't really care. Ron Artest has hit big shots in big games. It it to me it doesn't really mean anything. I I I think the Nuggets gonna are gonna win this series. I'm I'm guessing I'm gonna I'm gonna guess five games. I think I think the Nuggets are gonna win game two. I think the Blazers are going to win game, either game three or game four. If they win game three, the Nuggets are going to win four and five. And then if they win, if the Blazers win game four, Denver's going to win game three and then game five. I, I don't have any faith in the, in the Portland Trail Blazers. Damian Lillard is not the guy that can get you there. Um, I really like him. I'm sure he's a, I'm sure he's a great guy, but you know, I was looking at their, I was looking at their playoff history over the past few years, ever since he was drafted. So Damian Lillard was drafted in 2012. So the 2012, 2013 season, they, they, the Blazers missed the playoffs. Okay, 2013-2014, they knocked the Rockets out and then lost to the Spurs in the semifinals. 2014-2015, they lost to the Grizzlies 1-4. to uh, 2015-2016, they beat the Clippers 4-2, uh, and then they lost to the Warriors in the semifinals 1-4. to uh, Warriors... In 2016-2017, got swept. Pelicans, 2017-2018, got swept. Thunder, they beat the Thunder, which is not an which is not an accomplishment at all. You have Russell. You're playing against Russell Westbrook, who might have some of the worst tunnel vision ever. And you have you have Paul George, who is not a leader. So, you know, you beat them. That's not, that's really, I, I just don't care for that. And then they lost yesterday to the Nuggets. So I, I have, I have the Blazers losing in five or six. I just, I cannot, I can't trust them. What I think is going to happen on the series is the Blazers are going I think I think they're going to go home and they're going to have they're going to have an interesting offseason because you are now at a place where you start to see a pattern. Um McCollum McCollum I like McCollum. He's he he's good in my opinion. Um Damian Lillard 
I like him. He he's gonna play hard, and you know, you know what you're gonna get from him. But something has to change, and I think it's got to be one of those two dudes. If not, if not both of them. Um, I just I just don't know how many how many years you can try something before you realize it doesn't work. But I. I I just trust the Nuggets more. The Nuggets, to me, have more talent. They have more. They have more ball movement, which is huge. That's why. That's why I think the. I think the conference finals are going to be Nuggets against the Warriors, and I think it's going to be a great series. I I could see it going seven games. because uh, I don't. I don't see the Warriors having an answer for Jokic. But that's what I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a seven-game series in the conference finals between the Nuggets and the Warriors that ultimately the Warriors will win um, because they are the champions for a reason. So, you know, they can play. They can play. It's just whether or not Denver can, you know, make them, make them work for those four wins, which I definitely believe they will. So here's here's a stat line for last night's game. Uh, let's see. In the line score, Portland had 32, 23, 29, 29 to get 113. Denver had 32, 26, 35, 28 to get 121. Okay. That's, so that's pretty decent. All right. Damian Lillard had 39, McCollum 16, Ennis Cantor, 26, Alfred Camino, 2, uh, Maurice Harkless, 2, Zach Collins, 4, Rodney Hood, 17, Seth Curry, 4, Myers Leonard, 3, Evan Turner, 0. Evan Turner played 10 minutes and had one shot. He had 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 block, no points. Okay. So... Let's see. They shot the, they shot thirty eight percent from three. That could that number could be up. They shot fifty two percent from the field, which is which is nice. Turnovers they had eighteen. Uh, let's see assists they had twenty forty uh, team rebounds. Free throws the free throw percentage could have been up. They shot seventy four percent. That's that's not enough. You you gotta you have to sh- you have to shoot more than you have to make more than that. And they had they had twenty seven free throw attempts compared to the Nuggets having let's see thirty one attempts. So that's four more that's four more shots. That's four more free shots. That really could have changed the game. Let's see. So Damian Lillard, he shot. Fifty-seven percent. He was thirty-three percent from three, four for twelve, and he was eighty-five percent from the strike. CJ McCollum was seven for seventeen, two for seven from three, so that was twenty-nine percent. Man, just you weren't hitting them. Ennis Cantor was eleven for fourteen. Shot 77% and was perfect from the strike. 
Yeah, the the Blazers, the Blazers. I like them. They're really they're a really fun team to watch. They always play with a chip on their shoulder. But you also have to come to a point where where you just look at the history and you see that they're not getting it done. They're they're just not. And I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not sure why that is, but it's a, it's definitely worth looking into. I just I just I just think they've they've had multiple tries and it it just doesn't work. It just does not work. I mean, you got you got swept the past two years, and then you play the Thunder. Now you're playing the Nuggets. I just I don't see it happening. I I don't see it happening for them. The Nuggets, on the other hand, they had a they had a interesting game. So Jokic had thirty seven, Gary Harris eleven, Jamal Murray twenty three, Paul Millsap nineteen, Torrey Craig three, Malik Beasley nine, Mason Plumlee six. Will Barton, 9. Monty Morris, 4. Okay. Which is, I mean, Jokic, Jokic really put up a style line. He almost had a double-double. He had 9 rebounds and 6 assists. He was 3 for 5 from 3. And he shot 61% from the field. And he was perfect from the strike, 12 for 12. Yeah, you know, I... I, I see this upcoming series against the Nuggets and the Warriors. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what they're gonna do about Jokic. I mean I mean seriously. I don't think because I don't think Kevon Looney, I don't think I don't believe he's gonna do anything. Demarcus Cousins, we already know he's out because of injury, which means he's gonna stay there next year because he's not really worth anything. Um, could they put KD on him? They certainly could. I don't think, I don't think they actually will though. Maybe, maybe a couple of games in the series, but not, but not really. Um, so I think that's going to be the Warriors biggest problem of who's going to guard Jokic. Cause he can, he can play. And he's a he's a big dude. He's strong, so he can he can also hold his end on the defensive end too. Like last night, he got two blocks. He had two turnovers. Let's see, overall, the Nuggets had twelve turnovers compared to the Bla- the Blazers having eighteen turnovers. Yeah, six more turnovers, and you only lost. You only lost by eight points. So that that was the difference right there. As a team, the Nuggets shot 51%. And from three, they shot 40, 41%, which is, which is pretty good. Uh, free throws, they shot 87%. 27 for 31. That's pretty good. Uh, it could it could be higher though. Uh, you you have to shoot within the nineties, because what a what a 
free throw is, it's it's a simple it's a it's a free shot. And you're lined up uh and you're perfectly you're perfectly aligned with the basket, you just gotta sink it with uh with a smooth stroke. That's really all it comes down to. There was a there was a survey a few years back on uh, with players and they were talking about distractions that happen at free throws that they that they could potentially receive. And for for some reason there's this belief that the louder you are, you're more likely to make a miss. And that's that's actually not true. It it's it makes no difference to them. Because they've taken so many free throws, it's just it's just uh, it's just a stroke at this point. And now now there is pressure and all that, and some, and you can see a difference in the playoffs, but not really. Like if you can shoot free throws, you're going to hit them. If you can't shoot them, you're not automatically going to start hitting them. So I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't think to just scream at the players as they're shooting or try to like discuss them because, because most players claim that they don't really see the crowd and they don't pay attention to the crowd during free throws because it's, because it's just, it's one, it's muscle memory at this point. And two, they don't, they don't, I don't think they really care about the crowd for the most part. I mean, I, I think some of them like to go at it with fans like the first few rows, but that's but that's about it. So you're not you're just not gonna you're really not gonna do anything to them. I think what I think what the Nuggets should do against the Warriors is try. I would try to sweep. I would try my best to sweep the the Blazers, which I think. I don't think they're going to do. I think it'll be maybe a gentleman sweep, just five games. The Blazers win one at home, and then you take the other one away from them at home, and then you go back to Denver, and you finish them there. Because I believe this Warriors Rockets. I think it's going to go six or seven games. Uh, I I can't see a sweep unless unless. Chris Paul and Harden were to get hurt. I think if you have at least one of them on the court, you'll get a win. That's just what I believe. Because they're that they're that talented to where they could they could get you a game. So the Blazers, they're gonna be out. I think ultimately the Rockets, they're gonna be out. And we'll have Nuggets against the Warriors. And also, also with the Nuggets assists, they had 22 assists compared to the Blazers' 20 assists. So I think I think it's important to look at. I think it's important to look at the ball movement, and I think I think the Nuggets are the second best team in terms of ball movement. Number one is the Warriors, so. I think what's gonna I think what it's gonna come down to is who can who can take the pressure in the conference finals, who can move the ball the most, and who can 
um, shoot the three. And I I don't believe in a series you're going to outshoot the Warriors in a three, in in the three ball. That's that's just not going to happen because they have they have the greatest shooter ever in Stephen Curry. They have they have Kevin Durant who is easily in the top. I would say in the top five shooters ever. And then they have Clay, who's phenomenal. So you have three Hall of Fame shooters that I, I just don't think you're gonna beat them in that area. I think assists will be will be pretty close. I think it's gonna come down to what they can do with Jokic. But I think I think ultimately the Warriors count by three. And everyone else pretty much counts by two. All right. On to the 76ers and the Raptors. So the 76ers got a victory. Which, you know, good for them. I, I still, I'm still taking the Raptors. I don't, I don't trust, as I, as I said yesterday, I don't believe the 76ers know whose team it is. And I think when things come down to the line, they don't, they don't, they, they just won't get it done. I believe if you were to ask uh, Joel Embiid, whose team is it? I think he would either say it's his team or uh, it doesn't matter whose team it is. I think if you ask Ben Simmons, he would say it's my team or it doesn't matter. And I think if you ask Jimmy Butler, he would say it's my team or it's our team or it doesn't matter. I think Jimmy Butler is the only one who would give you one of those three responses. I don't, I have, I think they, I think, I think they got to figure that out. So the 76ers, Ben Simmons had six and he played, he played 44 minutes. You know, Ben Simmons Ben Simmons, I really like. He gets a lot of criticism about how he can't shoot. I mean, he he's gonna he's gonna learn to shoot. I mean, he's still pretty young. I want to say this is his third year. So you know, he's he's going to improve. He's he's gonna get better. Um, I would say if he can't shoot by year five or six. I would say there's a problem because he can do a lot of other things well. But to me, to me, I guess you could say the criticism is okay because he was, you know, a high pick. And yeah, I I, I think he should have had more than six points because you can't play 44 and a half minutes, have six points, four turnovers, one block, two steals, five assists, and seven total rebounds. No, you you got you got you got to do more than that. He shot he shot fifty percent from the field. He had no free throws. Yeah, you would you would think he got hurt, but when you look at the minutes he played, he wasn't hurt. He was there the whole game. Wow, six points. Yeah, that's that that's not okay, Ben. Ben, you got to You got to step it up. Jimmy Butler, on the other hand, had thirty. Uh, he played 43 minutes. He shot 9 for 22, so 41%, which is good. 
And then he shot 40% from three, and he was perfect from the stripe. He had 11 rebounds and five assists, so he had a double-double. That's a, that's a good stat line. Tobias Harris had nine. J.J. Redick had 11. Joel Embiid had gastritis, but he still played. You know, I when I saw that headline, I I thought the I thought the Raptors were going to win this game because I was like because it said he was likely to play, and I was like, okay, it doesn't matter. When you have the stomach flu, there's I've I've never had it. I have had the flu before, but when your stomach is, you know, your stomach is messed up, you're pretty much useless in, in whatever you do. You you can't focus, you can't concentrate, you're just not going to do well. And Marcus Gasol. He was, uh, he was really, you know, making making Embiid work, but it just, I guess, it just wasn't enough. Embiid had twelve. He shot two for seven, so twenty nine percent. He was over, he was over three, and he shot eight for eight from uh, the stripe. Six rebounds, five assists, six turnovers. Yeah, I really thought I really thought the Raptors had this game, but I guess I guess not. So that doesn't that doesn't change my pick. I still have the Raptors winning this series. Um Kawhi I think Kawhi still intimidates Ben Simmons. So I think I think that's what it's gonna gonna come down to. Ben Simmons, you gotta you gotta get more than six. That's just that's just unacceptable. You can't play that many minutes and only have six. I remember th- I remember that one game. I can't remember what year it was, but Darren Williams, uh, he was in the playoff. He was in the playoffs, and he was with he was with the Nets, and he he had zero points. Like his like his stat line was just absolutely pathetic, and I remember Stephen A. Going off on him the next day, and I, I that was to me that was one of his best rants ever. But you, you know, you got to have a good stat line, especially when you're one of the faces of the franchise. You know, you you can't have six points in the playoffs. If you got if you got hurt, then it makes sense. But you didn't you didn't get hurt enough to get out of the game. You played, you played, let's see, he played more minutes than everybody. Even on the even on the Raptors. The most the most minutes played on the Raptors was by Kyle Lowry, who played 42. And he had 20. And he's short. Ben Simmons is 6'10. Yeah, so I I don't I don't know what the 76ers are gonna do. In the in the off season, but I I still don't trust him. In the in this in this series of playoffs, the Raptors. Let's see, Kyle Lowry had twenty, Kawhi thirty five, Siakam twenty one, Marcus All five. Got to do better than that, Mark. Danny Green had three, shot one for eight. He was one for six from from three. Pathetic. Fred Van Fleet, nothing. Norman Powell, three. Sergi Baca, two. Jody Meeks, nothing. And Jody Meeks only played 
minute and a half. So that's understandable. Okay. Kawhi, see, 35, seven rebounds, six assists. He shot 86% from the stripe. Shot 30% from three. That's got to be up. And he shot 54% from the field. He played 40 played 42 minutes. Okay. Yeah, so Kawhi Kawhi's doing well, man. As I as I said yesterday, Kawhi Kawhi's a superstar. Minus minus the minus the attitude. I, I really like him. He just he just goes and he plays hard, which I that's the kind of, that's the kind of player I would want. What I would do, I would build him. I would build him like KD, make him seven feet, so they're pretty much impossible to guard when when shooting. Um, I would I would add a little. I would add some more weight to Kevin Durant because he just he's he's so skinny that he can't really post up like he probably would like to. And then I would keep I would keep Durant shot. And then I would have Kawhi Leonard's attitude. And I would just I would just build around him. That that's what I would do. And I would also I would also add Kobe Bryant's uh work ethic. That's what I would do. That would that would be my that would be the play that I built. So Kyle Lowry, he had twenty. Uh, five rebounds, five assists, 41% from the field, shot 33% from three, perfect from the stripe. Siakam, he was nine for 25, shot two for seven, so 29%, shot 50% from the stripe, one for two, seven rebounds, three assists, Four steals, one block, and twenty-one points. Marcus Saul. You know this is this is just really this this isn't okay for Marcus Saul. I really I really like him. He can he can play, and he he's kind of you know he he has that dog in him, but he can he can still play, and he's he's a great veteran in my opinion. One for six, so seventeen percent. One for four. From three, two for two from the stripe, seven rebounds, five assists, and three personal fouls. And he, he played thirty-five minutes. You you got you have to shoot better than that. You you you've got to score more than that because they were right there. They were right there. I mean, if he score, he scores. If he just hits, if he hit one more three, and one more, one more. Uh, let's let's see. Post it up, and he made it. And he made it. We have we have a different ball game. But that didn't that didn't happen. Danny Green. You know. Some days he's on, some days he's off. Usually he's going to be off. Usually. He played 32 minutes. 
he was one for eight, so 13%. Four rebounds, two steals, two turnovers, and three personal fouls, and three points. You got to do better than that. That's just that's just unacceptable, man. Yeah, we, we got to... But that's okay. I, I still I still have faith in the Raptors. I still have faith in them. I, I don't believe that anything is really going to happen to them. But you know, we'll see. Because it's gonna be it's gonna be Raptors and the Celtics. Cause I already told you the Bucks. The Bucks are done. The Bucks are done. I like Giannis. Uh he plays hard. He's a freak, so his nickname is completely appropriate. But I just, I just don't think it'll be enough. He just looked, he really looked out of his element last game. Let's see if, let's see if it, it'll be different this, uh, in game two. I think it will be, but I still think the Celtics just, they simply have more talent. That's all, that's all it comes down to in that series. All right. So my next topic is about movies. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about Endgame. I'm probably actually I'm probably not going to do that. I'm probably not going to do that until let's see, maybe maybe next Friday. Maybe maybe next Friday. So I'm going to give I'm pretty much going to give everyone like two more weeks to see it. Cuz I think if you haven't seen it in, in 3 weeks it's like, "Hey man, I you know, I'm not going to let it become old news." All right. So here, here are my overrated movies, and this is not in any particular order, but these are the movies I would probably tell you off the top of my head that I think are overrated. Uh, I'm just going to name them, and then I'm going to go back, and then I'm going to give you the reasons why. All right. Number one, Titanic. Two, The Wizard of Oz. Three, Black Panther. Four, Frozen. Five, Dark Knight series. Uh, six, The Last Jedi. Seven, the Harry Potter series, and eight, the horrendous Christmas movie we know as Elf. Okay, so the Titanic. I, I always, well, let me say this. Okay, Rose, the two could have fit. Rose just laid out on, you know, what. What was it like a chest? She's laying there, and my man, my man Jack is freezing his everything off, his body shutting down. And then she has the nerve. I mean, he's he's literally just there freezing in the water. And then she sees the lifeboat. And then she starts blowing the whistle. Or no, she tries waking up Jack. As if he's sleeping in, yeah, cause he's just sleeping in that, in the, in those freezing waters, holding on to the chest, mostly cause he's now frozen to the chest. And yeah, so that, so that, that's pretty bad. I, I've never, and the movie, the movie is so long. The movie, see, here's my thing. I can do long movies, but something has to be happening. And the problem, the problem with this is, you know, you know what happened with the, with the Titanic. We all know it sinks. 
I mean, if you don't know that, then, well, you know, maybe you should watch the movie and find out what happens, even though I just said what happens. Yeah, but, you know, it's three hours. I I find it boring. I just, I just can't. I, I just, I just, I just don't know what's so great about this movie. Um, maybe that he's, maybe because it's so romantic. I don't know. Every girl, every girl I've ever dated doesn't like Titanic, which, you know, to me was a bonus because I wouldn't have to sit and watch it. Okay. The Wizard of Oz. You know, you know, here's my theory with the Wizard of Oz. And I, I don't think it's a popular theory, but just hear me out. I believe the villain is Glenda. I think that's her name. The witch who helps Dor- who helps Dorothy along. Okay? I really do. Cuz l- let's just let's just be objective here. The wicked witch of the west. All she wants are her sister's shoes. Do you realize that? She, all she wants is to get her sister's shoes. That that's it. She's not trying to hurt Dorothy. She's not trying to kill her. She's just like Give me my sister's shoes. And Glenda, good old Glenda, just tells her, just tells Dorothy, don't let her have them. And the whole time she's manipulating, I believe Glenda is manipulating Dorothy to to take out her enemy, the Wicked Witch of the West. And the and that stupid shoe clicking thing, oh please, you people ought to stop it. The shoes don't do anything. If you watch the movie, if you watch the movie, you see Glenda behind behind Dorothy waving the wand around. The shoes don't do anything. Those shoes are about as special as the sandals I'm wearing right now. Or the slides I'm wearing right now. The shoes don't do anything. Um I believe I mean the acting well, I mean, it's 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 a pretty old movie, so it's not that great. Um, it's 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 whatever. I I I think it's overrated. I think you can go without seeing it in life. Um, I'm probably I'm probably going to show it to my to my kids, but I don't know, maybe. And also, also let me say this about the Wiz. Okay, the Wiz. Pretty much the only good thing about the Wiz is the music. I think the music is good. I think the acting stinks. Um, even though it has Diana Ross and the late great Michael Jackson and many other many other great names. But the Wiz the Wiz just has it has great songs, but you know, it's nothing special at all. Alright. Uh Black Panther. You know, this movie was so hyped up. And I didn't think it'd be anything special. I really didn't because here's my thing. Here's my thing. Let me let me ask you this. If it did not take place in an African country where the cast, if most of the cast were not black, how would Black Panther be talked about? Seriously. 
Black Panther, I think the only reason it gets the praise that it does is because it has a mostly black cast. I think I'm a Marvel fan. I think it's I think it's an average Marvel movie. The plot's okay. Um, I like Killmonger. Killmonger was a, was a great villain in my opinion. But I think I think the story is okay. But out, outside of that, I I don't understand the hype. I I really think it's because of the because of the quote unquote diversity of the movie. Um. Yeah, but that but that's just me. I I really I really don't care for it. Uh, T'Challa. To me, he's you know he really needs the powers of the Black Panther within him. Because every time they're stripped away, he stinks. He always comes near death. So he he definitely needs he definitely needs the powers. So yeah, that that's just my opinion. I don't think it's that great. It is it is what it is. It's a it's a typical Marvel movie. Um I saw it I saw it twice. Once because I just I just once was the first time I saw it when it came out. And then the other time is when I was with some friends and they were like, we were going to the, the theater and there was nothing really on. So they said, okay, let's just go see Black Panther. And I was like, okay, fine. All right. Uh, number four, Frozen. Frozen. I just, I don't understand. I have many, many questions concerning Frozen. Um, number one. Okay, the plot, the plot to me just doesn't, just doesn't make sense. Okay, so you have, you have a princess who, who has, who has these powers, okay? All she has to do because, I mean, think about it. The problem with this, all you have to do, you know, part of it is just tell, okay, so Anna, her memory is wiped after that impressive shot that Elsa takes to Anna's eye. I mean, just hits her right in the eye. I mean, you know, Anna should be blind technically. But all they have to do is just, Elsa just has to tell Anna. Listen, I have these, I have these, let's call them ice powers. And, you know, I can, I can do things with them. Okay. So I can, you know, you just explain the situation. And then most of the movie is like done. Like that's it. You don't, you don't have uh, Elsa freezing, freezing everything up and all of that. Uh, Let it go. Don't even get me started on that song. Please don't get me started on, the, on that song. Adina Menzel, she's a she's a she's a talented singer, but the song itself is like it blows. I just I just I just don't understand. I I think all the songs stunk. I thought I thought they were pathetic and abysmal. You know Olaf. Olaf is kind of, Olaf is stupid. 
he's dumb. I mean, he got he got some laughs for me, but that's just because of his literally his ignorance. In his song in summer, uh, you know, Chris Christoph, I mean, you know, yeah, Christoph, he was going to he was gonna tell he was gonna tell Olaf the truth about what happens when snow and heat mix. But then Anna tells him, "Don't you dare say that." It's like, okay, you you want you want the you want the snowman to remain ignorant. All right, we can do that. I mean that that's pretty mean of you. You'd rather. It's like, listen. Do you want him to stay alive? Yes. Okay. Do you care about him? Yeah. Okay. You know. Then tell him the truth. Snow cannot go into it can't it can't be in the sun it can't get it can't be around it can't be in heat but you know Anna just wanted him to live in his little fantasy and delusional world and so that that movie just just disgusting I think Elsa here's here's what I would do if I could the only decent character I would say is um, Christoph, Christoph, Christoph is okay. So, okay. I would say I would call Elsa maybe an, maybe an anti-hero, uh, Anna. And also quick question. For some reason, Elsa is considered a lesbian. Where do we get that from? Like, like seriously, what scene in the movie was like, Oh, she's a lesbian. I, I I never understood that. Like like where did where did that paradigm come from? Okay, Anna, I would I would call her annoying, I guess. The only thing I like about the only thing I like about Anna is um the freckles. That's it. I like freckles. Uh not sure why, but I've kind of just always liked them. I think they're cute. I th- I don't think I don't know. When girls are when girls are like ashamed of them. I I've never really understood that. Even though they are even though freckles are technically flaws of the skin. Uh skin blemishes, I think they're cute. I like them. Uh let's see. Hans Hans was uh kind of I don't um Maybe maybe just bland. I guess I guess that's how how I would describe him. Um, he's not really a great looking dude. I mean, those sideburns, man. It's pretty rough. Uh, Olaf, I would call uh, delusional. All right, so that's that. Uh, number five is the entire Dark Knight series. Now let me let me give credit where credit is due. You know, death death is interesting. When you die, you're seen you can you know your legacy is seen more more than it really was. But let me say this about Heath Ledger. When I saw this movie for the first time, when I saw when I saw the uh when I saw the first movie. 
I had never seen such a great performance in my life. And I remember, I remember when I saw it, I didn't even know that Heath Ledger had died at the time. I, I, I had no clue because I want to say the movie came out. I want to say the movie came out. Uh, yeah, 2008. So I was, so I was nine and he came out, it came out in like July and Heath Ledger, I want to say he died August. No, he died in January. Okay. Yeah. So when I saw it, I didn't see the movie until a year later. I didn't see it until the next summer. And I remember I saw, I was like, wow, man, this guy. I mean, I I had never seen such a great performance on screen. And then uh, I remember I was talking to someone. And I was talking about, wow, man, that guy who played Joker, like, I can't wait for the next movie he does. And then I was told that he died. And I was shocked. I I, I couldn't believe it. I had no idea. But that, that was just one of... To me, that is the that is the greatest on-screen performance I've ever seen an actor or actress do. Seriously, that that to me that is the that's the pinnacle. And it's not even that he died; that has nothing to do with it. But that man literally drove himself insane. Like I want to say, if I remember correctly, he got an apartment. He got a lone apartment in like this dark, dark, disgusting place, and he locked himself in his room. For 30 days and only had two hours of sleep a night. That man drove himself insane for that. That's what I call dedication. So Heath Ledger, he's, he was awesome, man. He was really awesome. Okay, so now excluding him, the series stinks. It stinks. The fight scenes are terrible. I mean, they... they I mean, the fight scenes could not be any slower. I mean, it's like they're fighting in slow motion. Like they're just these, you know, these brutes, you know, fighting, you know, trying to just pummel the pummel the other person. But it's so slow. It's so unrealistic. And I always hate Batman's voice. They always make it so, like, dark and obnoxiously trying to make it seem worse than it really is. Okay, so it it just it just sounds really stupid. Uh, Bane, I never really I never really care for him as a villain. Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy's a pretty decent actor. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, um, I guess he's supposed to be a good actor. I don't see it. Uh, Anne Hathaway, Anne Hathaway is sexy, man. Um, so you know she's so you know she's a plus. But the story I don't really care for. Christian Bale, don't really care for. Um, I thought the stories, I thought the overall story was whatever. All right, The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi was a flat-out abomination. It really was. I, I, I mean, I, the, 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 the amount of incredulousness in the movie was beyond me. Okay, so I'm just going to talk about Ray. Uh, I don't like Ray. 
and, and I know what some of you might be thinking, oh, it's because she's a woman. No, I don't, I don't care that she's a woman. I really don't. But you have, but you have to understand this, this character. Let me, let me, let me break it to you this way. Let's say there's this character who comes along and is a Mary Sue. And for those of you who don't know, that is, uh, that's a female character who pretty much has no flaws and everything, you know, she's pretty much good at everything. Okay. So people, so the people before this character have had to train for years and decades and centuries to get better and better at things. And then I tell you that this character comes along and she can just do these things with little to no training, like almost no training. And she trains the training she does to takes days, days. That's it. And then she can, she can literally master things that it takes people years to master. Do you remember? Okay. I'm going to go back to uh, the force awakens. Do you guys remember when she's, when Ray's doing the Jedi mind trick and she does it in three tries? It literally happens over two minutes where she's telling, where she's telling the guard to let her go. And that like, she's saying like, let me go and leave the room. She tries it one time, doesn't work. Tries it a second time. He becomes more hesitant, but he says no. Third time, it works like a charm. It doesn't work that way. She has literally done this stuff for years. I mean, not years, days. You could maybe even argue hours. She She's OP for, for no reason. No reason whatsoever. And then you have Kylo Ren... Well, pretty much this last, pretty much this isn't about the last Jedi. It's about the Force Awakens, the last Jedi, and the rise of the rise of Skywalker, which I think is going to be a pathetic film. Uh, so you have you have this scene where Finn. Now, mind you, Finn is a janitor. Keep this in mind. Finn is a janitor. Okay, now. Take this janitor and put him against, you know, Kylo Ren, who is a guy who is pretty much trained his whole life with a lightsaber. And it's extremely powerful. I remember that scene where Kylo Ren stops the, uh, the, the, the shot. Like he just freezes it in the air. I thought, oh my goodness, this, this character is going to be so awesome. But nope, it was downhill from there after that. So Finn has a lightsaber battle against Kylo Ren. And he holds his own. That would never happen. You can't just pick you I can't just pick up a lightsaber after never holding one, let alone using one, and go up against pretty much a master. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. And then come back to come back to the last Jedi. Leia. Good Lord have mercy. Leia. This woman gets blasted into space. Into space. And she. I don't even know how to describe it. She's in space for 
at least, at least 10 seconds. She's unconscious, and then she just Mary Poppins her way back to the ship after she gets blasted out of the ship into space. And mind you, space is a vacuum. If you go out there, there's no oxygen. It's freezing cold. Like you like you go out there exposed, you die. She like you have to remember, she's you know, she's a human. She's not she's not like Plo Koon who can breathe who doesn't need oxygen or anything like that. But she goes out into space, she Mary Poppins her way, Mary Poppins her way back to the ship, knocks on the door, the gang, they rush out, they open the door, op- exposing themselves to space. And then she, they carry her in. So they, think about it. They open the door of the ship to space while the ship would, would be donezo. It, it would be donezo. That, that's literally suicide. But no, no, she's fine. She's fine. And then you have these, uh, Let's see, what was the next thing? You also have the, the, whatever her name was, with the purple hair. Okay. And again, I, I have to preface this. It's not that she's a woman. Even though, even though I think they were trying to, they were trying to push this. That, you know, you know, respect women and, you know, to empower them. Okay. She does not share her plan. Literally, they are they're they're about to die. Die. But she she like she like she she's on she's literally on this power trip not saying anything to anybody on the ship of what her plan is. It's like, "Hey, you know, we're kind of all in this together and it would be nice if you could at least share if if we're, what, 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 what we're doing. I don't care if you're a man. I don't care if you're a woman. I don't care if you're a Jew. I don't care if you're a Gentile. I don't care if you're a Catholic. I don't care if you're a Protestant. But if we are about to die and we're all on the same boat, you know, let us know. If you have a plan, just say the plan. This isn't this isn't about. This isn't about power right now. This is about living. But no, she doesn't share anything. Which 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 which, 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 which makes no sense. Okay, so so these these movies have been a disgrace. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy, uh, Ryan Johnson. If I if I were in if I were in charge of this, I would just walk in there and fire just everybody, starting with those two. Seriously, they they are a disgrace. They are a disgrace. The Harry Potter series. You know, I didn't see these movies until pretty much until like this time last year. So last year was the first time I watched Harry Potter ever. I've never read the books and I don't plan on ever reading them. But these series, but the series sucks. 
the acting is mediocre. And here's my question. If I have eight movies with the same people, all you got to do, I mean, you can't build chemistry enough to where the acting is better. Seriously, the acting stinks. The only reason, and I, I, you know, the only reason that I was able to sit through this film was for two reasons. One, I, I watched the entire series for a girl. And two, Emma Watson, who I like and, you know, have uh, a crush on. She's, she's one of my celebrity crushes and probably will always be one. Even though, you know, she's pretty ignorant when it comes to other matters concerning the world. But that was the only reason I was able to get through, through the entire series. I thought it was, I thought it was a, I thought it was a weak series. Um, and I, I don't see the hype. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe someone can explain that to me. And finally, Elf. Elf is disgraceful. Will Ferrell's not funny. He never has been funny. The best scene I would possibly say in the movie is when uh, she's taking a shower at at the job and then he goes into the bathroom and then they start singing along. She's singing Maybe It's Cold Outside and then he starts singing along. I thought I thought that was a little bit funny. And then I will say the other best scene is when uh the snowball fight where it takes the kid, you know, a little bit, you know, takes him forever to make that one snowball. And then Will Ferrell, he's holding uh I think I want to say his name is Buddy in the film. You know, yeah. But he's na- he makes like 50 snowballs and he just He's just rapid firing. But the movie, the movie's not funny. He's not funny. Uh, I think, I really think it's annoying. And every single time it's on, I just have to leave the room. I, I, I don't see, I don't see what's so great about it. Um, my, my go-to movie is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I think I think that's a little bit overrated, but I love it. I think it's I think it's Jim Carrey's one of his better films after the Truman Show. But um, yeah, I, there are there are many 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 other films that I would see before watching watching uh, Elf. Seriously. I just, I just, I, I can't do with that movie. It's just, it's just, it's a dagger through the heart for me. All right. So that was my list of movies. And that is it for today. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And I will see y'all tomorrow.